0: Alright folks, what is going on this episode 346 The First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller and um, during this recording, you probably hear my son in the background. I mean, that's just how it is. Um, Can't do this early in the morning like I want to because You know, I have other obligations, so I record prior so you guys can check this out in the morning. And I hope you guys enjoy. Um, Welcome to the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. Over here, I talk about Georgia Southern Atlanta Falcons football. If this is your first time here, I hope you hit the like button, share, and subscribe to the channel. And if you're looking at the screen right now, or if you're listening on the podcast Avenue, I have Dowell Breaker Jr. up here. If you don't know who this is, this is a defensive back for the Georgia Southern Eagles. He signed with the Arizona Cardinals, so that is awesome to see Georgia Southern once again put another guy in the pros. Hopefully, he makes the team. And uh, just a small school continue to come up. I mean, a lot of good things that are going on at Georgia Southern. Hopefully, you guys will be able to check out the team throughout the the upcoming season because we're doing big things. So hopefully, you guys will check that out. Um, Like I said, you can also catch this if this is your first time here not only on youtube and rumble you can also check this out on anchor google uh spotify stitcher and apple Podcasts, and uh you can listen if you don't want to listen to the audio side of things but i i highly recommend you guys to uh subscribe to various avenues just in case of one go down but um today we're going to talk more atlanta falcon stuff and we're going to talk about the trenches so therefore we're going to talk about grady jarrett We're going to be talking about uh, AEK or AK-47, and we're also going to be talking about Lorenzo Carter. In the title, if you look right now, I'm talking about Grady, Zoe, and AK-47. That's the name that's kind of tagged him because his jersey number name is 47. So we're going to talk about um, this pass rush you guys have been wanting pass rush you guys have been talking about the trenches a lot of people said this is the the biggest party that we needed on this team and we're going to talk about them i'm not going to throw any stats i'm not going to throw any numbers at you guys just go around i'm just going to talk about the physical presence of these three guys and obviously there's going to be more guys on the line so you can check out those you know those other players you want to name those guys in the comment section by all means I usually be down there commenting with you guys. So if you want to talk about some other guys that's on the team that are, that, that are prominent, by all means, that's what we're here for. But I want to talk about these three guys in particular because mm-hmm. these three guys are probably going to be the ones that's going to be um, mm-hmm. most named and they're also going to be the ones that, you know, yeah. basically – Got to pick your poison. Pick out which one you want to double team because you're going to have trouble with any of them. So um, we already know about Grady Jarrett. Fan favorite, you know, hometown kid. Just recently re-signed with the Falcons. And it's a beautiful thing to see that. You don't see too much of that um, in the Atlanta Falcons organization. You know, not from this perspective. I mean, you know, you saw that with Matt Ryan, but you see other players who want to resign, and, you know, they already have, like, this, you know, greedy intention of what they're doing. But Gray Jarrett seemed like this whole situation with him resigning was just a little more of a humble experience. It just felt good to to see a guy like this want to resign and, and, and do right not only by the team but for himself, securing himself, getting that bag, and making things happen uh you know Jake Matthews also comes to mind with that as well but let's not talk about the money let's talk about the presence that this guy has on the defensive line there's times he's double even triple team I know the lowly I say this you know very uh loosely but the lowly Detroit Detroit Lions uh was triple teaming him one game I remember the clip and he was like cussing them out like now y'all ain't got nobody else to block you know, so the lowly Detroit Lions were uh, having trouble with him and they didn't want him to get to their quarterback. But now I don't think there's going to be a situation where we're going to be uh, worrying about that because they double team Grady Jerry. You got guys like Lorenzo Carter, guys on a one year prove it deal. He's known that he can get to the quarterback when need be. He's known to be a disruptor to get some tackles for a loss. He's known to make things happen. So that is a really big deal when you're looking at. Another guy on the side of Grady Jerry on the defensive inside. So I want to see if he could make this happen on a one year prove it deal because the following year, the Falcons got money. This is for all the guys who got one year deals. The Falcons got money. So you got to understand that these guys want to get paid. The Falcons, the Falcons organization may be the place to be with that high, you know, uh, uh, that that high uh you know cap space that they're going to have so um let's see if he's going to be going out there putting in work um the number nine looks good on him and uh we want to see what he'll be able to do now also the rookie who just came in uh arnold epicete uh also known as ak47 since he took the number 47 uh it's going to be really interesting to see what he can do as well because now we're looking at a situation where you got two pass rushers, two edge rushers that can get to the quarterback. Anytime you got somebody who's filling up the gap, like Grady Charrott. Um And like I said, there's other guys that we could name because you know, there's going to be more guys on the line. You can add those names to the comment section. If you're listening to this through the, the YouTube or rumble waves, um, that's what it's there for. And we will continuously to have feedback over there. Thank you guys for that. But when you have a guy like Epicante out there as well, Another guy that's a rookie that may be, you know getting a, a little bit of growing pains because you know you don't get it right all the way on your rookie season. But when you're next to a guy like Grady, when you got Lorenzo Card over there, you got Marlon Davidson coming in, you got other defensive tackles that's going to be there, other guys rotating in and out. He's going to be able to get some, you know, he's going to get he, he's going to get a couple of a chances at the quarterback. And 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 I would love to see these guys just continuous trying to get the quarterback at one time on an all-out blitz i mean do you realize like when you really think about the falcons we were like the lowest point of getting um the sacks in the nfl i think it was like number 31 and 32 and i haven't seen the falcons doing all out you know monster blitz on somebody we got like three four five six guys coming at the quarterback on the third and six or third and nine and you got athletes like this, and Grady Jarrett's actually going to have a chance to get free because he may have a one-on-one situation. Man, these defensive trenches are going to be something nasty to look at. It has the potential to be something really mean and nasty to see some offensive lines get pushed around. Or we see some quarterbacks gonna get knocked around a little bit. Even if it's not a sack, But well, for them to get hurried and have to throw the ball where they don't want to throw it. And one of our defensive guys have a chance to get to it. This is a situation where Dean Pease's defense could really thrive, especially when you got guys like this. You know, Grady Jarrett, even for all his purposes, he is known to make things happen. You know, unfortunately, you know the whole situation with uh oh goodness, what is his name? Number six, um uh, Dante Fowler. That's what I'm talking about, Dante Fowler. When you're looking at a guy like that, that is able to, well, was unable to get to the quarterback like we wanted to. It gives, uh, it didn't give the opportunities for Grady Jarrett to be free. So he got a lot of double teams. Hopefully, with Lorenzo Carter, you know that he could put enough pressure, so that won't be the case. Ebecete, even though he's a rookie, I think, like I said, he's gonna have a little bit of growing pains, but I feel that he's gonna be able to get some one-on-one matchups, and it's gonna be a nightmare for some teams. Especially if this DNP's is uh, you know defense is put the place like he wanted to be, you got these linebackers back there like a uh, you know a uh, uh, Anderson or uh, uh Sean Evans or hell even in some cases we don't talk about because some people still believe in Deion Jones still gonna be around to be effective. Even with Deion Jones, you know these guys are gonna be able to be all over the place. You know Michael Walker's another one. So it it when you look at this makeup, I mean man, it, I, I'm telling you right now. The trenches are nasty right now. I I, I mean, you know, when you look at the Falcons, like everything that's happened this past month, everything that's happened in this past, past month, you can't help but to say, hey, this team is not only just on the rise, but this team could possibly be able to compete at a high level in the NFC. You know, you know, I was gonna think I was gonna make an episode about this later on, just a little quick preview. I'm gonna make an episode later on this week about where the Falcons actually stand in the NFC. I mean, obviously, you know, the Packers kind of fell back a little bit. The Bucks are okay, but we just heard that Brady's just signed a deal with Fox Sports. So he may not be necessarily focused on it's hard to say this because it's Tom Brady. It's hard to say this because it's Tom Brady. But he may be focused on the, the 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 TV deal, so we don't know how that goes. Who else in the NFC that could be a threat? The Rams. I mean, the Rams are you know pretty prominent. The 49ers took a step back a little bit. The Seahawks don't even have Russell Wilson anymore. We we want to talk about that at a later time, because the NFC maybe it was kind of wide open last year. It may be really wide open the, the upcoming year, but we'll we'll talk about that at a later time. So. What this team is made up of right now, and we bring it down to what we already said: the pass rush is a prominent. The pass rush is important. Everybody thought we should have went with a pass rush in the first round. We went with we Drake London instead, and we thought we was at a lost cause. But we made an attempt to get that front seven on point. We got a couple of linebackers. We got Ebekeite. And talking about the trenches up front, that front four, that front three, whatever multiple type of defense we're running these three guys right here are really capable of getting at a quarterback almost at any time. Everybody, everybody want to talk about Lorenzo Carter. Can he do it or whatever me, I think he. I think he's more than capable of. And you got a guy next to you like Grady Jarrett, uh, it's possible. It's definitely possible. So when when you look at a guy like Grady Jarrett, I mean, what, what else can you say? We already know. Fifth-round pick out of Clemson. Live way high up to his expectations, of getting paid big time for that. You know, second stint of an extension, making things happen, moving some money around for fifteen mil more. Possibly can get somebody else. We probably be talking about somebody else later on down the road. And then you got Ebiquette coming in. That we you see the tape on him. That I mean, he's ready to go. And like I said, I don't want to throw any numbers at you guys. I, I really don't. I just I, I really don't. I don't want to make this another numbers game. But when you look at Ebiquette and what he was able to do at Penn State I mean it's nothing short of phenomenal so and he's able to be in a in a situation where a defense that's that is that prides on getting to the quarterback a defense that that prides on you know making uh quarterbacks kind of um confused you know it is something to really think about you know, so it, you, we may want to sit here and be like, all right. We wanted the trenches to be addressed with Thibodeau and Johnson and, you know, a couple other guys that we wanted to get. But I think we are in a pretty good shape with Epikete. I Then we're in pretty good shape with picking up a Lorenzo on a one year deal where I said earlier that could flip into a long term deal because for one, if he plays as well as he should that we want him to, he's going to get paid two with the money that the falcons got it depends on how well he performs we may have we may end up re-signing him so what that what does that mean we have three guys we have three guys that are going to be locked up for long term evicacy on his rookie deal we could, could have uh zoe on a long-term deal and we already got grady on a three-year deal so for the next three maybe four years we're going. We could have a very, very nasty defensive line. Very nasty defensive line. So we need to look at this and be like, man, I think at the end of the day that uh we we fussed about pass rush. We need pass rush. You know, Dante Fowler and others didn't get it done, but uh, if thing it all it all depends on if if Lorenzo Carter wants that money. These three guys could be very, 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 very productive on this line. Very productive. And I think this is something we need to really look into. And um I think for the most part the fan base have already. So with that being said, I, I we got our we got our uh, our questions answered. At the end of the day, we got our questions answered. No, it wasn't a, it wasn't Johnson from Florida State. No, it wasn't uh Thibodeau, it wasn't Obja, um Ojabo, it wasn't any of those guys but we got everything together. So I think that, uh, we're in good, we're, we're in good uh, hands right now. So I'm just going to leave it right there. Let me know what you guys think. If you like this commentary, hit the like button, share this commentary, subscribe to the channel. If you haven't already. Also, if you want to share this, hit that share button, let people know what we're doing over here. Share this commentary with everyone. And I just noticed my son came up here. That's cool. My, My son's a mess. Anyway. Um, share this commentary i am on uh just send it to somebody based on you know their text message hit the share button send it to them via text message so uh like oh this guy's talking about the falcons hey they may be a falcons fan too send it to a falcons fan as a matter of fact do that (laughs) send it to them and let people know what we're doing over like i said i'm on google anchor uh spotify stitcher and apple Podcasts. you can listen to me over there on the audio side outside of youtube and rumble be your own program manager and listen to me whenever you like. And I appreciate the ones who have been um supporting, subscribing, sharing. You know, you guys are awesome. You guys are amazing. Uh once again, shout out to Dow Baker making uh getting signed by the Arizona Cardinals from Georgia Southern. Uh, we we need to talk talk more Georgia Southern stuff. We really do. And in due time we will. We will. It's just right now, after the spring game, it kinda of dies it kinda of dies off a little bit. But right now, what's going on now, the Falcons are moving a little bit. And they're making some moves. And they have a lot to talk about with this team. So, hopefully you guys enjoyed the rest of this episode. I Hope you guys take it easy. You have a, a fantastic Wednesday. Uh, and you guys take it easy. You guys be blessed. Peace. <laughs>